trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And we're going to be talking about trash plates. So to start off with, uh, many of you listeners probably don't know what a garbage plate or trash plate is. So, Randy, would you please give us an explanation of what they are? Absolutely. So a trash plate can be any number of things, but essentially it has four main components. The first one is some type of protein, usually hamburgers or hot dogs or cheeseburgers. The second component is a mac salad type side. The third component is home fries, maybe french fries, and then you have some type of meat sauce on top, usually. And what is it served in? Um, It can be served in any number of things, but usually in a styrofoam to-go container. Okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's known primarily where? Rochester, New York, which is where we are podcasting from. Live in Rochester, the Flower City. Not the Mustard City, as it's been confused as being. Yep. So this podcast is going to be primarily about trash plates, um, and we want to rate them throughout this podcast. Your hosts are myself and Rob, and we actually have a guest with us today, Andy. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for coming out, Andy. Thank you, Rob. Uh, I'd like to say hello to all these uh, listeners we have from far away, like you implied earlier. I'm I'm guessing our initial podcast will probably be downloaded nationwide, so it's good we cleared up what a garbage plate is, and everybody will be on the same page. I think we'll have some international listeners, too, it's safe to say. (laughs) So um, today we're going to talk about Culver Hots. That was our choice for the first plate place. Um, Rob and I went to Culver Hot, so we just want to spend a minute or two talking about uh, what the trip was like, what it was like to go in and buy a plate. So, Did you guys um, eat there? Or no. Just, you went in? No, and I don't know how you felt, Rob. Probably more of a to-go place than a place you would stay in. Right. I would absolutely agree. Uh, we got in there. It, it kind of reminded me of a, a sparse pizza joint uh, kind of atmosphere. Smelled kind of like a pizza place. They do wings there. They do plates. They used to do smoothies, but not anymore for some reason. Yep. <laughs> uh, I counted two tables, each with two chairs, so maximum four people could eat there comfortably. And there was a big sign up um, kind of with all the, the selections, um, but there's a lot of like white duct tape covering up all of the prices because they must have just <laughs> recently gone through a, a change in their price structure. Uh, again, the, the smoothies were completely blacked out, but you could still see it through the tape. And there was a picture of a smoothie. Did Rob ask for clarification on smoothie availability? <laughs> he does he, have an affinity for the, a chilled drink. He, uh, he did not, which surprised me. I thought he would. I honestly <laughs> did. Um, they also had a uh, Miss Pac-Man machine. They did have and, a Miss Pac-Man um, machine. They had Coke products. Uh, I think, to, to correct you, I think it's Ms. Pac-Man. Oh, yep. No, you're absolutely right. I apologize. It is Ms. Pac-Man. They also utilize Uber Eats and DoorDash. And the other one, what is it? It was Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub? Grubhub. Yep. Sir, was there just a mistake with the tape? Are the smoothies still available? This is what I imagine. No, no. I I believe there are no smoothies (laughs) available. Um, It wasn't the kind of place that... (laughs) You would ever even picture a blender existing in, to be honest with you. It's, uh, 
So they also had a TV hanging. Uh, it was not on. Um, and, Dang but I'd link say, record. I'd say it took us 10 minutes to get in and out of there from the time we ordered our plates to leaving. So I thought that was a big plus. Yeah. Um, service was absolutely fantastic. The guy was really friendly. Did they have smoothies there? I can't remember. Um, they did not have smoothies, but he did drop my credit card to the ground. You made a an awesome joke because your credit card is made out of metal and you said oh sorry that's heavy he either didn't think it was funny or didn't hear you because there was zero reaction i should have said it again but you should have um so let's get into uh actually talking about the garbage plates uh sloppy plates randy sorry sloppy plates yes this particular let's talk place, about that actually hold on we yeah we, we got to dig a little bit deeper into um culver hot's inc um i don't know if it's necessarily incorporated I think it might be the kind of business that just thinks you add ink to the end of a name. They have a .net website, which I always find interesting. <laughs> uh, Rob is referring to I Google mapped them, and it was Culver Hot's Inc. And so, yeah, I also did a Google search later on, and it was definitely yeah. an ink. The website was not new. It seemed like maybe an Angel Fire GeoCities late '90s <laughs> early internet website. Half the pictures loaded, but got the job done. Yeah, overall it was fine. Again, not a place you'd eat in. You go, you do pick up, maybe order from home and just pop in, grab it, and go so you don't have to hang out in there too long. But not a bad place. No. Um, I'd like to quickly talk about what we call a plate because I accidentally called it a garbage plate. And listeners who might not know, the origin of a garbage plate is Nick Tahoe's. We will be doing a Nick Tahoe's episode in the future. But for right now, we just want to say that Nick Tahoe's has, what would you say? The original classic trademark. Trademark garbage plate. So we're going to try not to say anything else is a garbage plate unless it comes from Nick Tahoe's. So this one, Andy, you noticed it was called what? Yeah, there's a sign in the window. It says sloppy plate. This is one of my favorite things. So now everywhere that had garbage plates now has to come up with a new name. So there's sloppy plates trash plates a lot of places just say so such and such hots for the Mm -hmm. for the name of the restaurant but they all have to have some sort of name for it so it's just a plate or a hot and i think it's like i don't know tom walls there's a has or bill gray's one has like a weird name like the 49 dumpster plate or something i don't know (laughs) every place has a weird one and they just get stranger and stranger because every place gets the next name and they just have to get further and further away from garbage so (laughs) kind of weird so should we get into the plate yeah let's dig in all right um we're gonna start the plate review with what we're gonna call round robin where we each state our plate what we had on our plate so rob would you like to go first sure i had a a classic cheeseburger garbage plate uh with meat sauce mac salad home fries ketchup mustard and chopped on chopped raw onions on top andy uh, I went with a split plate, meaning I got a cheeseburger and a hot dog on top. Um, I got home fries and french fries because I'm not a mac salad guy. And hot sauce, no raw onion because that's nasty, and mustard and ketchup on mine. I got um, hamburger with ketchup and hot meat sauce on it, home fries, mac salad, and that was my plate. Sounds good. 
So I think for this podcast, we're going to always try to do some type of version of the classic plate. So some type of home fries or French fries, hamburgers, maybe a hot dog. But as you'll see, as we talk about plates more, you can get very creative with these plates. I've seen egg plates, chicken finger plates, things like that. Grilled cheese plates. Grilled cheese plates. Pork chops. Fish. Fish plates, yep. So let's talk about the next part is component chat. So... We're going to rate each component separately of the plates, and I think we're going to start with the meat sauce. Yep. So meat sauce, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's kind of like a, almost like a chili sauce like you might have on a, kind of like on a, like a chili dog, but not quite. It has more cumin, more spices. It definitely has meat in there. It's, you know, it's ground beef, but it's like very fine ground beef, so you can kind of ladle it over everything. I think the way I've kind of heard it described as is like a Cincinnati style chili, kind of okay. like skyline. It almost you can taste a little cinnamon in there. Yeah, it almost yeah, has a sweetness and... in it in there too. Yep, yep. So um, I would rate the meat sauce at Culver Hot says it was solid. It had a little bit of heat, nothing unique. Um, it, there wasn't enough, I don't think, but we can get into that a little bit later. I think with our overview, our overall reviews of it, but. Yeah, I thought it was standard. It was okay. Um, I've made a meat sauce that was, you know, comparable <laughs> on my own. You know, I'm, and, and that's not bragging. So let's that's just stick stating to a Culver fact, Hot, Rob. as we stick all know. Stick to Culver Hot, okay. Um, so yeah, that was that was my that was my take. Yeah, Rob, that's actually the definition of an opinion. How you feel about your own meat sauce? <laughs> I mean, I, I would consider it stick a fact. Stick to the facts, Rob. That I feel. Uh, Randy, how about you? Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was very delicious. Agree with Rob very light on the meat sauce i could have used a lot more meat sauce next time i would say extra meat sauce i think it only covered the top of the two hamburgers and nothing else on my plate i also thought it had a little bit of a kick which was nice there was a little bit spice to it i tasted that too andy i like that randy's already thinking ahead to his next trip to culver hots considering you are starting a podcast (laughs) about garbage plates where you're going to eat a garbage plate about every week and yet he's still thinking about the next time he can go back to this garbage plate place. So mm-hmm. kudos to you, Randy. Sign of the, for the future. <laughs> I will be going back between this podcast and the next time we eat somewhere else. Uh, I, I don't know. For me, I'm sort of, I, I kind of fall in between being a picky eater and a lazy eater, I guess. My, you, you could tell from my order of no mac salad, no raw onions. I'm kind of picky. There's not. I don't like everything on there. But so I end up getting like home fries and French fries, which are essentially the same thing. And I guess the laziness is sort of, I don't really pay all that much attention. I'm kind of an overall guy. Um, So I'd almost defer to Randy as he has attended the boss of the sauce, meat sauce competition. Is that right, Randy? Didn't you go to that in Rochester? It was a garbage plate um, competition, or sorry, trash plate competition (laughs) among all the places in Rochester. Um, we'll cut so, that out in post. I mean, it, I could definitely taste the the hot sauce, but I would agree. Actually, I did notice it was not super plentiful. Sometimes I don't like when there's way too much because you get so much of the grease, like pooling in the bottom, which is yeah. kind of a gross visual. But I mean, you're eating trash almost literally, so it's no big deal. But I thought it was, you know, tasted fine, just a little light. I'd agree with you guys. I, I would say there might have been another reason why there wasn't a ton of meat sauce. <laughs> On top of the plates, uh, I took a tight turn out of, out of Culver Hots, and when I got uh, back to our recording studio, uh, the they were all listing to the side at a hard angle, so uh, we lost a little bit of juice in there. 
that might be why where the grease went was the That's my back seat. Tough when you order like a delivery <laughs> or pickup, and then like somehow a bunch of that grease ends up in the bag, and it's all over the foam container. That's that's what happens gets on your table. It's nasty. We will at some point in a future podcast talk about how to transport your plates safely from <laughs> you know the place back. So maybe a weekly be, segment. No fall on you. Double up maybe it's a new podcast. So. <laughs> So to, to our next step will be to talk about the home fries, which mm-hmm. we all got. Um, I thought the home fries were decent. They were, you know, had some good crisp crunchiness to them. You know, they, they were solid. They had a good crust. They were they were good. Standard. Uh, I, I ate mine a little later than the guys. I came a little bit late. Uh, so mine was overall just a little bit soggy so i didn't get all the crispness that rob got but they, everything tasted fine and to be honest i actually don't mind food sort of a little cooled off congealed it's kind of like how i feel about pizza like an hour after you order it that's kind of my zone there where you, the, the cheese is kind of warm but but also congealing nicely um so i didn't mind it and i thought they were totally fine and i my other side is french fries so is very similar when we talk about the next side um, I thought the home fries were really delicious again. They had a crisp to them, like Rob said. They were unsalted, which they're not always like that, but they were good. I think they were classic trash plate home fries. Yeah, like, sort of wish I had eaten my garbage plate with you guys, <laughs> all these crisp home fries. I uh, I put yours in the microwave just to keep it a little warm. I don't know if it worked. You also doused it in water. That's why yours was <laughs> a little soggier. Known for crispness, <laughs> creating. And the microwave edges. was on for those twenty minutes before you came over. So I don't know if that did. One anything. more note: um, at the bottom of my garbage plate, I found a really smushed home fry that I thought was a part of an old disgusting bun at first, and it took me a good thirty seconds to figure out what it was. But it was it was just a smushed home fry, so they weren't all perfect. <laughs> Did you wash it down with a nice ice cold sip of smoothie, Rob? I did. I did. It was delicious. Wait, I thought they didn't have smoothies. Well, it was deep fried, but yeah, it was. It was good. I did see Rob's face when he thought it was a an old piece of bread. So yeah, that, that he was actually, telling the truth. That's the truth. Um, so the next is Mac salad. Mac salad. Uh, I could start here. Mac salad. Sure. Um, I think first and foremost, a lot of pepper. Very peppery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, I was waiting for somebody to agree. I hope it wasn't just me. I didn't get Max Allen Randy, so I don't care oh, about oh, this Oh, yeah, part. I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a real pepper hound. There could have been more. Um, it had celery. It had sliced carrots in it. I think the noodles were soft on the softer side, but overall, yeah. again, delicious. I thought it was great. Individually, they're salty enough, too. Like You mm-hmm. can taste the salt. It was it was. Good. Yeah, not not watery at all, which no. I've seen in a lot of different plates. Um, just a great amount of mayonnaise on it. So, yeah, great mac salad. Sounds good. Yeah, so, I would agree. Andy, you're going to talk about French fries, I think. Yeah, well, I'd like to talk about mac salad first. I, I joked with Rob Ooh. that I had some, okay. some real hot takes about mac salad before we started recording. But I, they're not really hot takes. It's more just I don't like mac salad. Room, probably, room probably, temp takes? Room, yeah, room temp take, uh, like room tech room temp mac salad um it doesn't appeal to me and i think sometimes people are like you know oh it's a good like it cool it's a cool counter to the garbage plate or you know some i think some people think it's like a like a slightly healthier thing i mean it's probably healthier than me getting french fries as another side but i don't know it's pasta and mayonnaise so it can't be like that much better there's little tiny hunks of celery or whatever I am a lot of roughage. I've had a lifelong campaign actually uh, 
trying to promote macaroni and cheese as an option in the garbage mm. plate. And I've had Ooh. one before. I don't want to spoil any future potential episodes, but uh, at Blue Wolf Bistro, they offer mac and cheese and their sort of designer plate, and it is fantastic. So you would go mac and cheese, not mac salad, though? Oh, for sure. I think mac and cheese would be the perfect addition to a garbage plate. Now, I'm not from Rochester, so um, you know I've got different opinions about things, but uh, I, I, you know, mac and cheese would fit. What, what do you guys think? Do you think mac and cheese would be... Good in there? I've had the Blue Wolf plate. I'm not going to comment on my thoughts because I want to save that Thank for you. the podcast. Thank you. The um, I, I would kind of agree. I'm not huge into mac salad. I'll eat it. Um, I kind of wonder what it would be like with like an Italian-style mac salad. Like a pasta salad. Like a pasta salad instead. Mm-hmm. That might be kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. I think mac and cheese sounds phenomenal. I would love to try that i think i've been to blue wolf and had it and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with little mac and cheese and i guess if i had to review the french fries i would say they were french fries and they were good they're just deep fried french fries just like the uh home fries just a different shape really you get some longer ones <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what to say they're delicious french fries with ketchup and meat sauce all over them so i you know the sides to me are not always a star of the show for me, it's usually about the meat sauce, which we said was pretty solid, if if sparse, mm-hmm. and uh, your mains, which are coming up next. And actually, a lot of condiments for me. I love the condiments. One thing I would say about the mac salad is that it does provide a little bit of difference in, in texture and temperature. So, you know, mm-hmm. you get a little bit more variety, so it's not all just warm. It's kind of interesting to get, like, a bite that has some cool uh, temp in there, and as well as the, the carrot slices gives you some actual crunch. I mean... Yeah, there's a good crust on the home fries, but it wasn't really crunchy. So I think it gives you that. Maybe that's arguing for it, but I'm, again, not that much into them. All right, let's move on to the meats. So one more time, I got hamburgers, Rob got cheeseburgers, and he got a split plate, which is a hot dog and cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with Rob and the cheeseburgers. <clears throat> the cheeseburgers were way too thin. I... I'm 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 a burger hound. I love a good thick burger. You know this this thing was like a centimeter wide. You know that said, it's a cheap piece of meat with a piece of cheese on it. You can't go wrong. It tasted fine, but I could have had five of those on there, and then I would have been happy. <laughs> Two, not happy. Real quick, did you finish your plate, Rob? Ooh, we, noticeable sigh uh, there. Ooh. So, so. Oh. No, I didn't finish my plate. So you wanted five more, so you would have <laughs> eaten. Yeah. I would have eaten just the burgers and oh, a little okay. bit of the, the, maybe the left sides. Maybe behind those delicious crispy home fries we heard. Yeah, maybe, about. okay, maybe I couldn't have handled five, but I would have liked five to turn down. Or okay. maybe you would have liked one thick burger. Yeah. I think that you get that more in the gourmet burger types. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. It was just way too thin. I mean, because you could even get a cheap a cheap burger that's a little bit thicker than this one. This was very thin. Yeah, they sort of all end up medium or cooked even more. Yeah. Garbage plates. What you're eating, you know you know what you're getting mm-hmm. most of the time. That's yeah. pretty standard if you're ordering from a traditional garbage plate place. So um, I got a cheeseburger. I, I wrote down the word fine. I would I'm not a self described burger hound like Rob, <laughs> who also is a pepper hound. I've noticed <laughs> yeah. from this episode. I'm a hound for both. He loves <laughs> oh, and I would probably say smoothie hound the way he ran the disgust. <laughs> I did have expressed. a smoothie earlier today, which is why I couldn't finish my garbage plate. I blame the smoothie. Uh, so yeah, the cheeseburger was fine, pretty normal. Just you know the the type of burger you'd get at a 
you know, grocery store and just grill up when you buy like 20 burgers for a big party or something, just those thin patties. And then uh, I had a hot dog, which I always like mixing those up a little bit, kind of the way Rob described, mixing it up with the mac salad and the home fries. The hot dog, just kind of a different flavor. You, it's de- It was definitely like an all-beef dog. Good snap, delicious kind of salty flavor. I like that every once in a while. And if you're going to be eating that big pile of stuff, I think there that's an area where I can mix it up because I'm not a mac salad guy. So I thought the, the, the dog was great, good mix it up, and... Uh, the cheeseburger was fine. Randy, burgers? Um, I agree and disagree with Rob. I agree it was a thin burger, and I think that's perfect for a trash plate. I think if that was a burger on a bun and that was the hamburger I was eating, I would not be too happy about it. But on a trash plate, I want it thin. I want it to be able to just mix well when I cut it up with everything else in the plate. And I thought that was a perfect, I, I'm going to repeat, perfect hamburger for a trash plate. Rob shaking his head for the audience. I guess my complaint's not so much about the thinness, it's about the sheer like walk it back. Lack of size. So you get a garbage plate at a Bill Gray's, it's sure it's thin. And I love those burgers. But they're way bigger. I mean you're gonna get forty percent more burger on that thing. So I guess I would take back, maybe it's not about the thickness of the burger, it's about the overall weight of the burger that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I think you have to just kind of <clears throat> look at the de- the design almost, and like this is just the standard Hot's Place burger, right? You're going to get these thin ones. I wish it was a you know delicious third pound cook- cooked beautifully burger, and if you break it up, it kind of crumbles, which would mix nicely, but this is the standard, and this is yeah. what you get. And, yeah, agreed. You know, it, it costs nine bucks or whatever, so... For all that food, not bad. No, ten fifty actually, Andy. Uh, I'm sending you nine. <laughs> um, okay, so I think it's time for our overall rating. So to do the overall rating, we're gonna do one overall pro of the plate, one thing we really liked, one overall con, something we didn't like about the plate, and then we're gonna rate the plate. Um, our rating system, Rob, you'd like to describe how it's going to go? Sure. So if, if we absolutely love it, if it's a top-notch plate and, and couldn't get any better, it's, it's a clean plate. It's, it's an empty plate because you've cleaned your plate. Um, so if you, if you kind of are, are you know, ambivalent towards it, you might have a half plate. Um, and you'll have to explain if it's like three-quarters empty, that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. And we haven't gone into the the fractions necessarily. So if we're going to do thirds, quarters, halves, but I think we'll just kind of figure that out as we go. If you do quarters, you get sort of like a, a five point rating scale. That's probably yeah, good. probably yeah. probably quarters are the best. So um, we'll start with our guest, Andy. Ooh, right into the uh, right into the fire here. So, we also did not explain the rating system to Andy before I'm the podcast. It down so, currently. <laughs> so this is good. So put him on the spot. Process all of it at the same time. So, like I said, I ate mine a little bit later. I kind of it fell sort of in the sweet spot of sort of congealing nicely, but by the end it was starting to cool off a little bit for me, which was something that's tough for me to complain about if I, if I like things to sort of cool off a little bit. I don't, you know, eating all the starches piping hot is tough. Sometimes you can burn your mouth. Um, I, when I eat my garbage plate, I kind of put a little extra ketchup on about halfway through to kind of keep things mixed together. That's a nice mm-hmm. touch. I did that. Uh, 
And then I did not have the it, all, all garbage plates usually come with like two to three slices of like weird Italian bread, and every place seems to get their Italian bread mm-hmm. from the same location. There's probably one bakery that does it all. Um, so I'm guessing these guys probably ate mine, or it didn't come, <laughs> or uh, you know whatever they just forgot. Who cares? But it's nice. That's a, that's just a nice feature for people who don't eat garbage plates. Uh, you can use that bread to kind of sop up and grab those last bites at the end with the with the Italian bread. Yeah, every every garbage plate comes with a little party pack. It's a plastic bag tied in a knot with a fork and knife, a wet nap, and three slices of Italian bread. It's strange. So I missed that, but uh, overall, I thought it was pretty good. This is the first podcast, and I'm setting the first benchmark. I lean towards half plate but i i ate the whole thing and i thought it was good so i'm gonna say three quarters empty <laughs> yep question that's mark how, that's how you would rate it so All that's right, like very easy to in rate between system. okay and great i think so i'd say it's you know a good to very good plate and i think if i had it a little fr- just a little fresher i probably would have liked it but that's my fault because i showed up late and uh would have loved that bread you guys kind of giggled when I mentioned the bread, so I don't know if there is like a story about that. But uh, well, I, I was saying Rob definitely didn't eat the bread because he didn't even finish his plate. So whoa, if anybody, whoa, had, whoa. Whoa. Randy hammering that. Shot plate. Like, hold on, I'll be back. I'm gonna go eat the rest of the yeah. Bread. yeah. Plate. Check this guy's bona fides to be hosting a podcast about garbage plates. He doesn't even finish them after he bragged about his own homemade meat sauce. Yikes! All right, so I say three quarters empty. So very good. Okay. Three okay. Empty. It's it's a pretty easy rating system, mm-hmm. Andy. Um, yeah, I, I would say <laughs> <laughs> it makes total sense. Another, uh, another fact for yes. Brad. <laughs> so I'm going to give my pro um, the highlight of the the garbage plate uh, was the home fries. I thought they were good. They're they're pretty solid. I think they're the, the strongest thing, um, strongest element of the plate. I'd say the con was that there were two things. Um, the onions, which I like a good raw onion, they were cut into giant chunks and the different like layers of the onion were still stuck together. So they're, they're big hunks. Not an onion hound, are you? (laughs) I'm an onion hound, but I like a good, you can't hound everything. (laughs) You you can, Andy, you can. Uh, I I like it more of like a fine chop that that you'll get like on a hot dog or something where it's like really small and you spread out throughout. But so the onions were pretty big and chunky. Um, it needed more meat sauce. I thought overall it was okay. It was like a decent plate. Um, you know, if you're if you're going to Mad Hatter's next door to buy smoking paraphernalia and you want to grab a plate on your way out, that's a fine choice. But I wouldn't go out of my way to go there. I'm giving it a half a half empty plate. So what would that be a half full plate or are we going? It's half empty. Right? It's half full. Okay, um, Ooh, that says a lot. It depends on if you're if optimistic or pessimistic. So okay. It uh, says a lot, but it's also still confusing because you have to think what half full means in the rating system yeah. and visually. It's very confusing. I'm trying well, to my my out actual I'm plate is one third full, okay. but my rating is one half yeah. empty. Your rating can't go above how much your actual plate so is. Correct. Low, lowest common denominator, <laughs> six. Uh, okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I got it. Um, all right, so pro, all together, when you chop it all up and it becomes, you got on your fork some mac salad, some home fries burger with the meat sauce and everything it is an awesome plate it is by far one of the most classic best plates i think i have had um con i would say the meat sauce i would definitely would like more meat sauce i think ketchup too i don't know about how your the rest of your condiments were 
for Andy and Rob, um, but they really didn't put much ketchup on mine. But that's okay. You can add more. Um, but overall, and the pepper, I think the pepper on the max salad, a little bit too much pepper. So Rob is a pepper hound. Are you not a pepper hound? What's Randy? the opposite of a pepper hound? Pepper cat. I'm a pepper cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Definitely. Pepper cat. Yep, that's me. So I would say I'm going to have to chop the rating system up a little bit in a smaller chunks. Let's say it's oh, like, a, like the onions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's say it's like a clock. I would say it's about 12.55. So there'd be like a little. Mine's, okay. there's a slice of plate there. So are we talking are you using about the fraction twelve fifty fifths as a reference point? So is this like the clock that was hanging in there that they got from Target that was at the place? <laughs> like a really a very nice ornate clock. silver regular clock yeah. with Roman numerals? Right is that next what to you're Ms. Pac-Man hanging just um, above the two non-cleaned tables? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, I would say that if you're looking at clock, there'd be a hand at twelve, a hand at eleven, and that slice in between would be filled with a plate. I think it was that good of a plate. Like it was, I love the classic plate and this was a classic so plate. So three quarters, four fifths empty? 11 twelfths empty. Okay. Well, see, no, you mean 23 <laughs> 24 because you said 55. Yeah, okay. So for a full... Are, are we doing a 24 hour uh, military time? All right, guess what? Full empty. It was, the whole whoa, thing was empty. Whoa, whoa, turn Come, it around. Yeah, all right, I, I'll make it so it's understandable. Oh. I think people will get that. I mean, we went we went full circle with a clock analogy <laughs> from plates with by the third review of this podcast. I, I can promise we're gonna we'll uh, we'll work on this. System? Yeah, we'll refine the Tighten rating system. Up. I don't know how much better it can get. <laughs> but I would say so, if yeah. you want a classic plate, nothing fancy, this is the place to go for a classic plate. So I think the um, well, we've already talked about this, but the last segment here is our last segment is. We're going to have a guest reviewer who sent us a video review. So we're going to go to break briefly, watch the video. We didn't want to watch it until after we gave our review so it wouldn't taint our reviews. So we're going to go to break, and we'll come right back with that review. So we're back from break. We watched our friend Pat's uh, review of Culver Hots, and we're going to give you the the overall rating right now from the horse's mouth. Uh, which I really, really appreciate it. So uh, overall, I would have to give this, let's see if we're doing out of five, I'd give it four uh, styrofoam containers or four trash cans. I don't really know what we're using. Four or something, though, was a solid four. Uh, definitely lost some points. The one thing that uh, I, the biggest knock I'd have to say is that there was no bread or roll or anything with it. Usually, a lot of the uh, a lot of the places give you the bread. Oh, it's crushing this place. It's it, it's shocking to me that that Randy, a confessed plate hound, would would give a perfect score to this place, even though they don't do the very basic classic move of giving you some bread and butter. So I'm going to clarify my score. I don't know if I ever said perfect. Um, if there was a way to rewind this, maybe we could check it out. But I there believe isn't. I did so hear you say I, it's one of the best plates I've ever had. Definitely one of the best, but I agree with the bread. The lack of bread is concerning at the very least. But not I, enough to change your score? My score state remains 11 out of 12 or... Hmm. Four out of five styrofoam cups, whatever Pat wants to do when he when He, he did change the rating system completely. <laughs> he also didn't explain to Pat what the rating system was. So I think you just come in, 
and use whatever rating system you want. We change it each week. I said very good. <laughs> yeah. Rob said half plate. Randy said eleven fifty five on a clock, and Pat said four <laughs> trash cans. We're gonna be working that out, I think, in the in the future. So I, I wrote down a few notes about Pat's review. Could I yep. <laughs> expand on those? So he had no idea how we were reviewing and any of the terms we were using or anything. So I just kind of laughed. Pat's hilarious. He's one of our good buddies, and he said he. Like Rob, he enjoyed the home fries, but he described them as exquisite. And he said that he could even taste some residual chicken wing oil flavor on the home fries, which, man, you got to love fried foods to be able to. You guys got a palate, you know? (laughs) I like to think I eat a lot of fried foods in my life, but I didn't notice that. Uh, He said the mac salad was seasoned nicely, possible pepper hound. And uh, the hot sauce was good. Not great. It did its job. Wasn't anything fancy. I think we sort of agreed with that, that mm-hmm. it was pretty good. It did its job. We just would have wanted a little bit more. He also referenced the six ninety nine lunch special that ends at 2 o'clock, which is a really good deal. So, you know, that's that's solid. And there there is a weekend special. It's not six ninety nine. It's like 7 something, but it's still much cheaper. So, you know, it's a good value if you want a lot of food and, you know, to fill yourself up. That's a good place to go. I think this is how we'll wrap up the podcast is telling you the price and if there's any specials. So the price of our plates was $10.50. Yep. Um, so I'd say that's probably, I'm going to guess, average, maybe a little bit on the high end, depending on where we go. But we'll see in the future. Um, so the last thing we want to talk about is just, uh, I think, we have a plug from our guest. And then uh, we'll tell you where our next plate place is. Yeah, so usually on podcasts, people plug projects that they're working on because they're like actors and things like that. Um, I am not an actor, so I think I'm going to plug the 6-2 and two Buffalo Bills. Well, Bills. <laughs> so, uh, you know, get out there and watch the Bills and support the Bills, uh, and let's hope they win this week. Although you might be listening to this in the future, um, we might not release this, oh, this podcast is no for a while. So it is podcast. Currently, the Bills are six and two. With so let's just Super Bowl go ahead aspirations. And assume they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next podcast, I think Rob, you said you had an idea of where you wanted to go for the next plate. I did not. I was gonna. I, I referenced L and M lanes, but I was shut down because it's not an official hots place. Oh, we, we said we want to try and stick to hots place at least for the first few podcasts. So, Rob, I <laughs> I still don't have any idea of any hots places I want to go to. I don't really know that many exact hots places. Do you have any recommendations, Randy? I say let's do Henrietta Hots. How about that? I've heard good things. I like the alliteration. Can okay. I just say that this has been the experience of a lifetime, gentlemen. The <laughs> professionalism, the seamlessness, I love it. I had notes written down for lots of things that we were going to talk about, but we didn't. So I look forward to forcing myself back into the podcast. I think I'm going to create a spot for myself on this podcast where I'm going to just barge in every once in a while and, and, and force myself in. So thanks for having me, guys. Well, I think Good we're luck. Gonna a, we're going to have a pretty shallow guest pool, so I'm sure you'll be you'll be on a lot. But thank you very much. And when, and thanks for coming out. Who's got some free time tonight? <laughs> and when our next podcast is just me and Robin, we realize how bad it is. We're going to need Andy to be there every single time. Oh, so. Pat did a pretty good job, too. You guys oh, Pat, yeah. Him. Although, don't you guys have experience of radio work together in the past? We do have a history of broadcast. We do. <laughs> Back in college, I yes, we have some of those tapes. We might break those out oh at some my point. Goodness, I don't know if we will. Be <laughs> so fantastic! All right, well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next podcast. And Rob, you want to take us out? Sure, we'll uh, we'll talk trash with you next week. <laughs>